0: Hey everybody, before we get started, I just wanted to say thanks so much for listening. And as always, this episode is brought to you by SuperstarBodyBook.com, the homepage of our world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. No, Nick's not paying for a sponsorship here. I just like telling everybody about the site, because aside from being one of the greatest resources for Aldis merch, it's the home of the Superstar Body Book, which, in my opinion, is one of the best fitness books you can buy. Why? Because it's easy to digest, straight to the point, and it's full of zero BS. Just a practical resource guide to fitness from a guy who may have done a push-up or two in his lifetime. Love him or hate him, Nick Aldous is as in shape of an athlete as you're likely to find anywhere. So you can count on him to know what he's talking about. In this book, he's gonna go through all of the information in the simplest terms that you would ever need to understand more about creating and sticking to a fitness plan, the nutrition, and all of the other factors that go into helping you reach your fitness goals. No prior wrestling knowledge is needed as this book is just designed for anybody looking to get in shape and not sure where to start. Not only that, but throughout the book, there are additional tips from other great athletes such as WWE Hall of Famer and Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. And hey, look, I'm not kidding. I've read through my copy twice now. I'm currently on my own fitness journey and I'm nowhere near ready for entering action, but I can assure you that this has been an invaluable resource. Oh, and as a bonus, if you go and order a book, Nick will personally autograph it for you. You can not only have a book written by, but personalized by potentially the greatest world champion of the modern era of the National Wrestling Alliance. And hey, that's not enough for you. Right now on SuperstarBodyBook.com, you can also get a personalized fitness plan from the champ himself. That's right. In his 90 days for $90 plan, not only will Nick send you an autographed copy of the Superstar Body Book, he'll also personally communicate with you to detail a workout plan tailored specifically for you. What a hell of a guy. He's the world champion. He's touring. He's busy, okay? And he's still going to take time to sit down, figure out what you need, and devise a fitness plan that works for you on your schedule. So go check it out. That's superstarbodybook.com. Oh, and do me a favor. If you do go, let him know that this is the NWA podcast sent you. Just so he knows, he owes us one. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, let's do this show. (laughs) That too much, I can never tell. I'm Gary Horn, and this, well, this is the NWA. We've got a lot to talk about today, and I know it's been a minute, you've been aching for some NWA news. Don't worry, baby birds, I'm gonna feed you. But first off, I just wanted to say how cool it's been getting the feedback from you guys on the last episode of of our YouTube rewatch. The numbers are growing. It's been a lot of fun hearing from you folks and sharing this ride with all of you. And don't worry, if you demand it, we can have any of the guests back on or appear regularly, whatever you need. The idea with this initial rewatch was to try to introduce as many people as possible to the modern era of the NWA and catch them up to where the product is currently. Some of you have actually asked about my future plans, and my plan after that is to continue with guests but I'm probably going to start spreading the discussion around a bit. For instance, we might do a series on a particular wrestler or a special event. And of course, we're always going to be staying on top of everything going on in the current events of the National Wrestling Alliance. So right now, if you're sitting there thinking about it, if there's a specific segment, an idea, a guest, or whatever that you want more of, please let me know. I am here just trying to be excited about my favorite wrestling promotion and yours. And so far, every single guest has been interested and they're staying intrigued with the product. So it should be no problem trying to line somebody up again. And don't worry, we'll also continue to try to be as diverse with our guests as possible. This past rewatch, we had our very first female guest and there are more females coming up. Because we love the ladies, you know what I'm saying. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, no matter what race, gender, religion, sexual orientation, whatever, we're trying to make this as diverse a group, as open to anybody as we possibly can. We just want wrestling fans. and We want fans of the NWA. So if you've got ideas, if you've got future guest ideas, discussion ideas, bring them on. I'm at Rock and Roll Gary. The podcast is at the NWA pod. You know where to find us. We want to interact with you. We want to have you and keep you as a listener. We want this to be fun for everybody. And let's help grow this brand together. All right. On to the news. As we break into the news, I I do have to say one thing. I'm super stoked. This week, not only are we coming back with a This is the NWA Weekly, but... Adam Rotella is back with his ten pounds of podcasts. It's at Adam Rotella at Kayfabe T's. If you listen to the very first episode of this podcast, you know. Adam Rotella was a guy, I had an idea to do the NWA podcast way back when, and I slept on it. And Mr. Rotella took that ball and ran. He was super smart to jump in there and get in on it. And and we're super happy to follow in his footsteps and get this podcast out. So uh, I, I just wanted to take a minute to celebrate. He'd actually taken kind of a pause from the 10 Pounds of Podcast, which covers NWA news and rumors and that sort of thing. It's a YouTube show as well. If you're listening, Adam, We're happy to see you. Thanks so much for coming back with the 10 Pounds of Podcast. I know I, along with a lot of other people, are excited to see what you've got in store for us. All right, so let's get to our first order of business. We're going to take a few news items, and then we're actually at the end of this episode going to take a listener question. I asked if anything was on anybody's mind. So we're going to find out what is. But first order of business today is going to be, I have to mention the NWA's ebay store are you guys paying attention to this like on ebay if you just create an account you can even save a seller save the national wrestling alliance because they have got some great merch coming out and i'm talking about that royal blue nwa like crockett cup logo shirt oh my god i want one of those there's a 10 pounds of gold shirt that's out now Really, like, classic look. There's some good stuff. It's the authentic era, as they're saying, and, and like, some of these designs are just harkening back to, like, just cool, badass designs. I'm excited to get them. My birthday's in a few weeks, so we'll see. Speaking of hot new merch, have you guys seen Nick Aldis's store on Pro Wrestling Tees? If you head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash Nick Aldis, there's a baby blue vintage tee, Honestly, it's pretty fire. I can't lie. I want one. So bad. It looks really, really cool. Just a really cool vintage look to it. I can't wait to get my own. On top of that, if you've missed out on Twitter or anywhere else, the champs posted some new dates recently. If you've missed them, your boys got them. This Saturday, July 13th, Nick Aldis is going to be defending the NWA 10 pounds of gold against Untouchable Dirty Money. At Shamrock Cup, MCW Pro Wrestling. You can go to mcwprowrestling.com to get your tickets and uh, be a part of that event. Because that, well, there you go. There's an NWA title defense. Does Untouchable Dirty Money? I don't even know who that is, honestly. So it's a new up-and-coming wrestler. Has he got what it takes? I think he and all just have some history. So it's going to be kind of cool to see where this goes. Manchester, are you out there? Because on July 28th, the man himself, Nick Aldis, is going to be hosting a training seminar. What? You could get a training seminar with the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion? That's right. If you go to pinfallwrestling.com at the Salford Gymnastics and Lifestyle Center, Sunday, July 28th, you can learn from the NWA world's heavyweight champion. I can't emphasize this enough. You're going to learn the vital skills that you need to become a professional wrestler. He's working on stuff like physical skills, verbal skills, networking, business management, fitness and physique improvement. I mean, the champ is going to cover it all. Do not miss this. If you were in the area, if you had a hint of an idea that you wanted to become a professional wrestler, This is where you want to be. Do not miss it. July 28th in Manchester. That's at pinfallwrestling.com. Speaking of that July 28th date, I'm over here advertising like the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion is going to be conducting that seminar. But the truth is, it might be Nick Aldis. There's a possibility it's not the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Because also being promoted by Pinfall Pro pinfallpro.com is summer smash on saturday the 27th of july and you've got nick aldis defending the nwa world's heavyweight championship against the monster crater have you guys seen this dude as an american i don't know you know I, I, this is his home turf over in manchester but i'm just saying crater is a big boy you know what i'm gonna save this news for a little later because i think we have a question about this let's move on to the next thing let's just say uh, despite schmoozing with cowboy troy the champ has a busy schedule coming up it's not gonna get any easier from here for him on to other news y'all i cannot get enough of allison k i'm gonna be honest i didn't know a thing about her before crockett cup time but damn it, if she is not becoming one of my favorite female wrestlers in the business today, on top of her being a total badass, the more I'm seeing of her, she's coming across as confident, smart, and funny on top of that. Before you start giving me hell, nah, I'm not falling in love. I'm just saying there's something really fresh about seeing a woman with some agency take control of her career and just own that social media space to boot. Allison Kay has taken the This NWA opportunity and given the NWA Women's Championship such a boost. She's regularly active, she's interactive with all the fandom, her website's off the hook. Her appearances are up to date on there, which, man, I don't know if y'all would be surprised by this, but there is an amazing number of people who just don't give a crap about keeping up their website. I mean, it just feels like you'd pay more attention to that. In my opinion, when you choose to become a professional wrestler, you might as well have just started a band or like in my last YouTube rewatch with our guest Todd Davis, your stand-up comic. Granted, I'm not any of these things, but currently it feels like priority number one would be, you need to own the internet. Build that fan base. Content is king. Interaction is so, so important. And I'm saying that as a person who needs to work on that myself, you know. So I'm saying that respectfully, but God, you you gotta at least let us know where to find you. Unless there's something I just don't know, Allison's owning all of those areas. And as far as I'm concerned, she's just as important as anybody in the National Wrestling Alliance. That said, I would be remiss not to mention that you can visit her site. It's allisonkay.com. That's A-L-L-Y-S-I-N-K-A-Y.com. It's loaded with pics, dates, and some of the best merch of any wrestler in the business. And no, that's also, that's not hyperbole. She has some badass merchandise. Check out her site. And if you love it, you can consider helping her out on her Patreon. Because yes, she has a Patreon too patreon.com slash allison k where you can get exclusive blog posts photo shoots a private facebook group a follow on social media and so so much more she is on top of this shit uh pardon my french anyway i'm just telling you allison k may be the most important deal the nwa has made all right maybe i am in love don't tell my wife oh but speaking of those dates Allison Kaye, I mean, if I'm going to talk about the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, let's talk about the Women's Champion for a second. July 13th, Shine 60 in Philadelphia, PA. You can go to wwnlive.com. She'll be there. She's the Shine Women's Champion also. July 19th through 21st, she has some dates marked off to be announced. August 9th, Ring of Honor Summer Supercard in Toronto what? Is there some news we don't know about yet? Because I don't feel like we've heard anything about that yet, but it's on our calendar. And I don't think that Allison would put it on her calendar if it wasn't an important date. That's what you can count on with Allison K. Anyway, August 10th, Shimmer Rise. Femme Fatales and Smash present The Summit in Toronto. You can go to ticketscene.ca and you can get tickets for that event. She's got something marked off for August 11th, which is my birthday, so I'm going to assume that she'll just be hanging out with me for my birthday. August 24th is also to be announced. I'll assume we'll still just be hanging out, but probably not. She'll probably be sick of me by then. August 25th, Old Wrestling in Norwalk, Ohio. oldewrestling.com Check it out. And before we move on, by the way, no, 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 no. I did not forget about our former women's champion. We all know she's tough as hell and not to be taken lightly. We're happy to report that the Phenom Jazz recently showed back up on Twitter. She tweeted, Thanks to all who showed love and concern. Not exactly how I planned on losing the belt, but sometimes things happen unexpectedly. My health was questioned, so I had to step back and do what was right for my family. Just a heads up on things, I'm feeling better. Body's had a chance to rest up a bit. So the badass bitch shall be making her return soon. And still. Allison K, of course. The class act that she is. Retweeted this and said, I'll be waiting. Y'all, I am pumped to see that match go down sometime. Okay, folks. Well, when I last left you on one of these podcasts, I have got to get better about this. Nick Aldis and Colt Cabana were getting ready to face off against the Briscoes. And I mean, I do have to be better about updating because man, it has hit the fans since then. First things first, if you're following the official NWA account on YouTube, you know that that tag match we were all excited about ended up getting changed up a bit. Unfortunately, Mr. Colt Boom Boom Cabana. You know what? Let's go ahead and play the music. Boom, boom,
1: coca, Boom, boom, Cabana. Boom, boom, Cabana. boom, boom Cabana. It's coca. Straight out of the shy, Mr. Shake and Baker, 45, wrestling.
0: Still love it. Cole had a hell of a defense against Mark Briscoe. You can watch it on the NWA's YouTube channel. But somewhere along the way, between then and now, Cole ended up with a terrible injury on his leg. I believe he said it was a hematoma in his quad, which I think is like a blood leak and some blood vessels. Maybe there's some uh, medical folks out there that can correct me on this. Sorry if I, I don't know. I don't, my wife's a nurse, but what the hell do I know? Anyway, due to this, he was unable to compete with Nick Aldis against the Briscoes. So, this led to a lot of speculation. What is Nick Aldis gonna do? Man, we saw tweets from David Lagana. It got good. David Lagana started talking about things were about to start moving fast. They made an offer. Who was it? Who was the mystery opponent? Well, Nick Aldis showed up on the pre-show for ROH Best in the World and was getting ready to announce his partner and the Cowboy James Storm walked out. Which was surprising because I don't think he likes Nick Aldis very much. Cowboy's a badass, but he doesn't get along with Nick. He came out and uh, got in Nick's face about it and said you know, he had signed with the NWA and he hadn't been asked personally, so he felt a little disrespected. And Nick told him, that's because you weren't the partner. What? And then out comes Eli Drake. That's right. Eli Drake has signed with the NWA. The newest competitor. And Eli Drake, my God, is a beast. That dude is huge. Did you see him? I mean, Nick Aldis is a big boy. Usually towers over his opponents I mean from what we've seen so far with his matches since earning the 10 pounds of gold but Eli Drake's a a big dude what a hell of an opponent to get Eli Drake's a former world champion in his own right and in a future episode we're going to delve into a little bit more about just who the hell Eli Drake is in fact that'll probably be the episode title who the hell is Eli Drake but for now we're just going to catch you up with this part
1: and I used to watch Men walk around with something that existed then, it existed from day one, it exists today, and I'm looking at it. And what I'm talking about is the 10 pounds of gold. So what I'm telling you is I'm telling you right now, you are looking at the newest acquisition of the National Wrestling Alliance. And who's gonna stop me, huh? nobody, and I'll tell you why because I can't even stop me I can't stop the undeniable Cavorka. I can't stop being the defiant one, and more importantly than anything else, I can't stop being E Eli Drake, which means the NWA is gonna be turned upside down, ring of honor upside down on the entire wrestling business, and tonight the Briscoes are gonna get a custom 12 and a half, stuck up their keister and that's not an insult that It's just a fact of life. Eli
0: joined up with Nick Aldis for later in the evening. They took on the Briscoes. Great match. Can't lie. A little disappointed with the uh, finish on that one. Ended up in a double countout because things just got absolutely nuts. Eli went to spit some water, accidentally hit James Storm. James Storm attacked Eli. It just turned into uh, a kerfluffle. I believe that's the scientific term. So while Eli was distracted, The Briscoes basically went to town on Nick Aldis. Our champion, again, was double teamed and beat up by the Briscoes. Them boys do not play. I don't know why anybody would ever not take them seriously. They're bad news. So during the process, Camille made her long-awaited return. We haven't seen her since Crockett Cup. There was a little bit of uh, animosity. I don't don't know if animosity is the word. There was a little bit of confusion because during that match with Marty Skrull previously... Camilla tried to interfere, and Nick kind of told her to back off. Nick Aldis hired a bodyguard, not somebody to cheat for him. I mean, that was the essential message that was put across there. So, But Camille did come in to help him out. Bodyguard is back. Thank God. Love, Camille. Welcome back. She ends up making the attack on, I believe it was Mark she tackled. Jay gets in her face. It turns into a whole thing. Nick Aldis gets beat down. Luckily, everybody gets removed from the ring. The Briscoes start fighting with the officials. And and when it's over, Nick Aldis is still left laying. But out comes Marty Skrull to help pick his best friend up. Now, if you're like me, you were kind of like, way to go showing up about 10 minutes too late. But you know what? At least he's there. He's trying to help his boy out. So good on you, Marty. It's good to see you guys shake hands and... And walk out together which is gonna come back in just a second but i am gonna touch on this one thing that i i just it's official it's out there if you follow the social media feeds of our wrestlers you know this but i feel like the nwa is gonna focus in on a little bit more at a later date and so sh- so shall we but later on on a different date Cole Campana was challenged by james storm James Storm said he wanted that extra five minutes he was promised during their match when they went to the time limit draw. Colt granted it to him for some reason. I don't know why. Hurt leg and all. James Storm defeated Colt Cabana and won the NWA National Championship. Like I said, I think that we can probably expect a little bit more on the official NWA YouTube page later on, so we'll focus on that then. In the meantime, on the most recent NWA video, Nick Aldis showed back up, and he called out his pal, Marty Skrull, talking about he and Marty took each other to the brink. Nick Aldis came out on top, but a lot of people would probably like to see Aldis Skrull too. I know I would. I mean, that's I think that goes without question. So Marty Skrull comes out, and he says, you know, Nick, I think you're right. A lot of people are tired of waiting on me to become the world champion. I'm going to do it. Let's go to Toronto. August 9th, Summer Supercard, which is going to be great. I'm already excited for it. Just like Crockett Cup. This is going to feature talent from CMLL, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and the National Wrestling Alliance. I don't even know what the, the card is, and I'm pumped for it. But Marty Skrull wants Nick Aldis there, and Nick Aldis says, hold on. You didn't let me finish. A lot of people would like to see that match.
2: I'll make a proposal.
0: In Toronto, Summer Supercard, I'll defend the NWA World's Heavyweight Wrestling Championship against any member of Villain
2: Enterprises. (laughs) But
1: I'm going to leave
2: But seeing as you're the boss,
0: I'm going to leave that decision up to you. Interesting caveat there from Aldous the national treasure. That is the end of our latest NWA video. And don't worry, we're not dropping off there. I just want to move to some of the questions we got from listeners. Before we come back around to Nick Aldis and Marty Skrull, I think it's important to talk about one of the earlier matchups that's going to take place, and that is the match in Manchester for Pinfall Pro Wrestling, Summer Smash. This is getting confusing. So July 27th, before Summer Supercard, you've got Summer Smash. There's a lot of summer stuff happening for the champion, but he's going to face the Monster Crater. We got a message here from the lovely and talented Anita Diamond. When I asked for any topics anybody was interested in, now I'm not just calling Anita the lovely and talented Anita Diamond. That's it's on her Twitter profile, but she certainly seems that way. She's at Pig Review. I gotta ask her why it's at Pig Review. I don't think I've done that yet. Anyway, Anita writes: Nick Ald is taking on Crater slash Cyanide at the end of the month on Crater's game game patch. Oh, she says home patch of Manchester. He tips the scales at 350 pounds, I believe. And I think it's Aldous' heaviest opponent to date. It would be nice to explore how he's going to approach that bout. I agree, Anita. That is ridiculous. 350 pounds? And if I'm not mistaken, the man is 6'5". You know what? Actually, I was looking on his site. There's a great promo with him and his manager. Let's just cut to that.
2: Because to me... The NWA Championship means opportunity, it means I can finally bear witness to the payoff of my hard work, my dedication, the finance that I have put into my career, managing professional wrestlers. I can now potentially go onto a world stage with one of the most important championships today. But what does the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, what does it mean? to a 420-pound, six-and-a-half-foot-tall monster. Let me tell you this right now. The NWA Championship means nothing to Crater. It doesn't mean a damn thing, because why would it? The only reason that Crater is a professional wrestler today is because he has a talent for one thing and one thing only, and that talent is violence.
0: is a big boy. He doesn't talk much, but he's all about some violence. It's funny. It seems like the manager is like super interested in the uh, championship and Crater is just kind of like, I just want to hurt Nick Aldis. So uh, sorry, Nick, you've got that to deal with. Anita's right, though. The the thing about this is is this kind of goes back to something that I mentioned a little bit earlier about Eli Drake and how tall he is and how big he seemed compared to Nick Aldis. Thus far, everybody that Nick Aldis has faced has been smaller than him. I would say generally i mean even cody rhodes which i would argue might be the biggest opponent i don't know it's hard hard to say i'm trying to think back i mean obviously josephus is in there and crimson I, i should not leave them out crimson crimson's a very tall man uh but crimson has more of a slim build i don't want to get all weird about it but i'm just saying nick aldis is like a kind of a more thick muscular guy crimson's got that lean build definitely about as tall as nick aldis josephus He's a bigger guy, but I think Nick Aldis probably has him in height. But come on. This is a monster. Have we seen Nick Aldis as the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion take on a monster like this before? I don't think we have. And guys, check him out online. He's at Monster Crater. Listening back to that promo, he's 420 pounds, six and a half feet tall. (laughs) What is this guy? He is a giant This is going to be insane, a big man. Anita's right to wonder what the strategy here is. Normally, I think Nick can rely on his strength in a lot of these matches thus thus far. Nick's an excellent wrestler, right? But the thing with a guy as big as this is going to be, for the first time, I think, since the 10 Pounds of Gold Series has started, Nick is gonna have to worry about being the fast guy. Nick's gonna have to create the movement. Certainly, he's gonna have to move around Crater and get him tired the longer the match goes obviously is going to be in Nick's favor so I think that's it Nick just has to stay out of his grasp Nick can't get caught in any power moves now where the opportunity lies that Nick's going to power bomb this guy and put him in the Kingsland cloverleaf not going to happen Definitely not going to happen. If he can get him off his feet and Nick has an arsenal, Nick's got that badass flying elbow off the top. Nick's got things to work with, but I think he's going to have to try to work that leg. And God, can he get this guy in the Kingsling Cloverleaf? I'm not sure that he can. He's not going to get that old Mac Daddy driver on him either. I mean, I don't know. Nick's signature offense is really not built for a dude that's over 400 pounds. I just can't imagine. Now, Nick's a strong guy. Don't get me wrong, but how strong can you be? I'm thinking Nick's going to have to try to get this guy off his feet somehow. And my guess is the flying elbow is going to be the way to go to put this guy away otherwise Nick's gonna be hosting a seminar as the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion I'd also like to mention that if you want you can follow Anita at pig review she's great about keeping some rankings about unofficial uh, top 10 contenders for the NWA Heavyweight Championship and for the NWA national championship as a matter of fact she recently had uh, let's just go through it real quick right unofficial top 10 contenders for the nwa national championship belt for july starting from number 10 marshall von eric joseph samuel i don't i don't know who that is i'm sorry alex cruz matt cross brian pillman jr colt cabana took a big drop from the champ all the way down to number five brody king at number four jay briscoe at number three that makes sense flip gordon number two jay lethal number one I want to drop in on her July heavyweight championship rankings? She's got number ten as Dalton Castle, number nine Minoru Suzuki, eight is Jeff Cobb, seven is James Storm, six Sonata, I'd like to see that match, five Silas Young, four Eli Drake the New Blood, number three PCO, number two Kazuchika Okada, God, what I wouldn't give to see that match. And number one, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Now, that also would be a hell of a match. And didn't notice what she's talking about. These are some good rankings, I think. So, speaking of number two on that list, and the final question for the day. Larry writes to us. He's at Larry B 3960 Larry says, who will scroll pick to face Aldis in Toronto? That's the question on everybody's mind, Larry. And an excellent question it is. Larry's right on the money on the way we need to close this episode out because that's the way the NWA left us last I saw before recording. Who is Skrull going to pick? Here's the better question, I think, Larry, the one that's really racking my brain, is why is Aldis letting him pick? You've got the option. I mean, it just seems like it would be easy money. Just say Marty Skrull versus Nick Aldis, NWA championship. Skrull, Aldis too. Let's do it. Obviously, Skrull would've wanted to do that. But for some reason, he's given him an option for anybody from Villain Enterprises to have that opportunity. The obvious thing there is, if Skrull were to pick himself, how is everybody else in Villain Enterprises gonna feel about that decision? You've got Flip Gordon, PCO, and Brody King all with the opportunity, all valid contenders. Brody King looking at, I mean, he's a young guy and it would be a hell of a brawl to see him fight Nick Aldis and not to mention the notch on your belt that would be to have the NWA 10 pounds of gold that early in your career. PCO versus Nick Aldis is a dream match for anybody. Don't get me wrong. I I think that cards on the table, that's my pick because PCO is insane and I love watching that guy work. I just want to see how Nick What a transition to go to the matches that Nick Aldis has been having going to the Monster Crater. If he survives a giant, now he's got to go to a guy like PCO. You want to test the metal of Nick Aldis? That's the way you do it. Nick Aldis needs to take on all challengers, all types, all skill levels, all shapes and sizes. This is what you got to start doing. Nick Aldis has had some great wrestling competition. But now... What else has Nick got in his toolbox? That's what I want to find out. I want to see that match. But that said, Marty Squirrel could pick himself or he could pick Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon's already had one opportunity right before Nick fought Cody. And unfortunately, Flip came up short. But since that, Flip has become the mercenary. We've seen him become an all new man. Is it a man that Nick Aldis can beat? We may have to find out. Nick Aldis, uh, a man of the people, if ever there was one, recently put up a poll on his own page. uh, Which member of Villain Enterprises would you like to see get the shot at the 10 pounds of gold at Summer Supercard in Toronto? As of this recording, still like a whole day left in this poll, but in the lead at 39% is Marty Skrull, followed closely by PCO at 28%, and a close third with Flip Gordon at 24 percent, brody king falling in the last nine percent seems like the least interest is in brody king right now i kind of get it because brody is he still feels a little fresh like new blood like you don't know that he's on that level yet maybe he is maybe we have to find out but as of right now i feel like this is pretty pretty safe this the the strong odds go towards Marty Skrull and PCO. I lean PCO just because of the uniqueness of that match and we've already seen Aldis and Skrull. That said, Aldis and Skrull was arguably the best professional wrestling match we've seen so far this year. So I'd be all on board for part two if that's what we're getting shown. Either way, I'm there. I can't wait. I want to know what happens with the 10 pounds of gold. I want to know what happens with the national title now. What are Eli Drake's plans? What's Allison Kay going to do? She had that date marked off on her calendar for Summer Supercard. Does she have a match? Who's it against? When are the tag team titles going to get defended? I have so many questions. The NWA, hopefully, is about to have so many answers. Are you excited about the NWA? I know I am. I know where the hype's at, pal. I've seen it all. I've watched the AEW shows. I've watched the WWE shows. Let me tell you something. I'm not any more excited about WWE than I was before. And I don't mean that as a knock towards them. I'm just saying a lot of people have been riding off all these smaller promotions because of somebody like AEW coming up. And let me tell you something. I've seen the AEW, and I like what I've seen, and I wish them all the success in the world But I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm glad they're around because they take a lot of the heat off these smaller promotions like the NWA who are playing the long game. And you could focus in on AEW if you need to see some swift, rich action going into TV and, you know, especially network television and all of that stuff. I'm watching the NWA. I'm watching the long game. I want to see what they've got in store for us. We're going to find out, and I'm going to be better about checking in with you guys You can find me online. I'm at Rock and Roll Gary. The podcast, this is the NWA, is located at The NWA Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, facebook.com slash The NWA Pod. Hit us up. Interact. We want to hear from you. What do you want to hear more of? What do you like the best? I've got a YouTube rewatch in store coming up for you. I've been talking to some people. We're going to get those out real quick. I'm ready to catch up and move on to some new things. So, Until next time, thanks so much for listening. We'll be seeing you.